I'm Jo Moores and welcome to the Jo Yoga Life Diaries. Here at my podcast we discuss life yogically as a parent, as a girlfriend, as a sister, as a friend and we just talk about the ups and downs of life and how we can live a better, more spiritually aware lifestyle. I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher, a children's yoga teacher, a mama and I'm the founder of the Kundalini Connections online yoga studio. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Joe Yoga Life Diaries. Today we are talking pranayama. Now, if you've been doing yoga for a while and if you practice with me, you will have done plenty of pranayama on the Kundalini Connection Studio, every class starts with a little pranayama, so you get to practice it. And it's a perfect tune-in and connection for everyone. But you don't have to be a yogi or you don't have to be in a yoga class to do some pranayama. You can do it just right where you are today. And so I'm going to explain to you first of you, first, what it is and how it benefits you. So the word prana is your life force. Now prana runs through everything, through plants, the weather, animals, humans, everything has a certain amount of prana. So as an example, if you're a meat eater and you eat meat that comes from an animal who has had a great life, who's been looked after, who has had a healthy diet, that meat is gonna have good prana and consequently it's going to put good prana into your body as well. If you take a breath of fresh air where you're around nature, where there's very little pollution, that's going to infuse you with a lot of good prana. Okay, so it's a life force, it's a life energy. If you are um, feeling negative or around a lot of electrical equipment, you're not connected to nature, you're breathing in a lot of fumes, you're eating a lot of processed food, you're not getting a lot of prana into the body or certainly no good quality prana. So prana is this life force that runs through everything. And yama means action or to work. So if you break down, it's life energy work or breath work for an easier term. So pranayama is all about the breath. And the reason that it's important is, yes, we know that breathing is important. (laughs) That's a given. We have to breathe. But it's the quality of breath. That's what counts and that's what matters. And that is what is so beneficial to the body. So healing to the mind, to the heart, to the soul, to everything about you. So every class starts with a bit of pranayama. But like I say, you don't have to be doing a yoga class to do pranayama. You can just sit at your desk and do pranayama. Now, you can do it for a minute and you'll receive huge amounts of benefits. Your body will calm down. You'll receive the oxygen that you require. 
your vagus nerve is stimulated and the vagus nerve is the nerve that stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system which is your relaxed state yes your sympathetic nervous system is that fight or flight action so that's your high stress level system but your parasympathetic is the calm down and the way to remember it was once explained to me sympathetic nervous system begins with an s as in shit whereas parasympathetic nervous system begins with a p please calm down so you really want to kick the parasympathetic nervous system into touch and if you're struggling to concentrate or you're feeling stressed or feeling overwhelmed then you need to be able to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and that is done by the breath that is done by different types of breath that have different results and to share with you today some pranayama for a start in one of my classes we will always just have a little check-in so you'll sit still and we'll take some deep breaths in and out through the nose okay so we'll we'll check in with the breath we'll notice whether it's high up in the chest whether it's low down in the body and we'll just ground ourselves into the moment and that already starts to connect the heart, the mind, the body, the soul. So that even that is good pranayama. So we'll always start with that. Then we tune in and then we'll do a pranayama practice that will complement whatever it is that we are focusing on in the class. But to give you some ideas of pranayama and what you can do. So the first one is a natural breath. Now, ideally, that wants to be done outside. Um, away from traffic, away from pollution, but I know that that's a luxury that we don't all have. So even just being still and just noticing how your breath is, try not to change it, but just noticing, you know, is it up in the chest? Is it deep today? Is it fast? Is it slow? Just noticing your natural breathing. Then there's the deep breath where you take deep breath in through the nose and then a slow, long exhale out through the mouth. We have ujjayi breath, which is used a lot in vinyasa and hatha yoga. And this is a breath where you slightly constrict the throat. So think about what it's like when you are steaming up a mirror and you do that. But then you do that with your mouth closed. When I'm teaching children, we often call it the Darth Vader breath uh, because it's a bit. And it can be quite a loud, I don't know whether you could pick that up on the mic, but it's, um, yeah, it's a loud, raspy breath. Um, and if you're one of those people that doesn't like to hear other people breathing, <laughs> put some space between you and other people and just focus in on your own breathing. So Ujjayi breath has this slight constriction. It's a warming breath. And also that deeply stimulates the vagus nerve, which of course stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is why it can make you feel so good. So that's Ujjayi breath. Then we have Kapalabhati or breath of fire, as it's sometimes, as it's, I call it in Kundalini yoga, it's breath of fire. And this is a powerful breath. 
in and out through the nose. But as the breath goes out, what we do is we constrict the navel. So we pull the navel in and up, which pushes the breath out of the nose. And then the in-breath happens quite naturally as the stomach relaxes. And it's quick as well. So it's a bit like this. And I know you can't see me, but my navel is pumping and pushing the air out. And that can be done fast or it can be done slow. Um, But it's a really lovely warming breath. It stimulates the second and third chakras. So that encourages determination and willpower and confidence. And it's, re- it's also detoxifying because of the quickness of the breath. It detoxifies and oxygenates the blood. Very, very powerful. There is alternate nostril breathing which is perfect for balancing the two hemispheres of the brain. So we have our right side and our left side. The right side is the masculine side of the brain. This is the side that we need for problem solving, for action, for focus. And then we have the left side of the brain, which is the feminine side of the brain, which we need for feeling, emotion, empathy, understanding. And it, that's the relaxing side of the brain as well. So as an example, if you were just about to sit an exam, you need to be able to focus, but you also need to be relaxed. So you need to balance those two sides of the brain. And you do this with alternate nostril breathing. So we can do this together now. Take your right thumb and close off your right nostril and take a deep breath in through the left nostril. Then take the ring finger of your right hand, blocking off your left nostril, opening the right nostril and breathe out. Then breathe in through the right nostril. Using the thumb on your right hand, block off the right nostril again, release the left nostril and breathe out. And breathing in. Switch nostrils, breathe out. Breathing in. Switch nostrils, breathe out. Breathing in. Switch nostrils, breathe out. Breathing in. Switch nostrils. Breathe out. Breathing in. Switch. Breathe out. Breathing in. Switch. Breathe out. Breathing in. Switch, breathe out. Relax the hand down and now just breathe through both nostrils equally. And notice how you feel. And so that balances the two hemispheres of the brain. But if you needed to just strengthen one side, say 
If you were stressed or upset and you needed to calm down, then you would breathe just through the left side. If you were very tired and you needed a burst of energy, then you could breathe just through the right. So it can be used for all manner of situations. So that's nostril breathing. There's also sitali breath, which is a cooling breath that is done through a rolled tongue. All breath in and out through a rolled tongue. If you cannot roll your tongue, then you breathe as if you are breathing in and out through a straw. As if you're slurping. <laughs> Sorry, I realise on this episode you're just listening to me do a lot of breathing. But pranayama is such a wonderful, powerful tool and practice that you can use whilst cleaning, whilst boiling the kettle, in the shower, driving. It can be used anywhere. You don't have to be on a yoga mat. You don't have to be an experienced yogini. You can just do pranayama at any time of the day, at, at any time that you need to. So yeah, that's the power of pranayama. And that's why every class involves some. And I always begin my classes and meditations with a Brita pranayama a bit. So it just checks you in with yourself. And I love that. Anyway, have an amazing week. And please message me, let me know how you go with your pranayama practice. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. Please feel free to leave a review. That's how we share the love, share the magic. And please feel free to share this episode. If you want any more from me and you want to practice with me, then go to realjoyoga.com and get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for listening. With all my love and light, I'll see you next time.